Hello and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson and each episode we'll bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who'll share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. So for 2022, the podcast has teamed up with Leduso, who are an activewear clothing brand. They give our listeners 15% off at checkout if you type in SFTO15 on the website. Um, check out the gear, it's great, and you get 15% dizzy just for being a, a listener of the show. Thanks to the lads there for helping us out. So this episode is sponsored by Montage Memorabilia. They're the home of authentic science, sport and celebrity memorabilia. Each with the lifetime COA guarantee, certificate of authenticity, so I'm told that means. All the stuff's legit and obviously sourced from the best players and uh, sport and celebrities all over the world. They also sponsor East Liverpool FC and Lower Breck FC, so they already do a lot for the uh, the footy community. So, today's guest, I've spoke to him a couple of times about getting on. He was always like, I can't come on, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. I'm like, lad, every time I look on, on Twitter, you've scored. He, he scored each week. Sausage rolls, pay the bills. <laughs> Fella's got net rash. Welcome to the show, Mark Hughes. Nice one for having me, mate. Boss, mate. Right, so, as I say, it's not always about the uh, the big established clubs. It's about the clubs who want to be established and want to yeah. become the... Uh, leaving the legacies and stuff, and that's, that's what you're part of at the moment. But let's take it right back to the start, mate. Steve, from the off. So, how old were you when you first started playing? Who did you play for? And... What team do you support? Yeah, support Liverpool, obviously, as you can probably tell on social media. Yeah, it was about six when I first started, Mick. Um, then my granddad takes me down to play for the Mags. Um, no, the, no, the Mags, because obviously they're yeah. still, like a big club now. It, well, how did it start that? Who's, who's club is it? I haven't got a clue. Let me just go into the, behind the boundary on Pilch Lane, going there. There's hundreds the of Mags teams, yeah, There was loads. Yeah. Then we're going down. My granddad knew someone, so I went down. Played a few games and we were like, yeah, every must have been every Sunday, obviously. So I'm going down and I um, can't remember which one I played for, to be honest. Now, something that, that, that long ago. And you're, only, going down. you're only 30, it's not that long, it's not that long ago. <laughs> that is when you've been involved as long <laughs> as me, mate. Right? Um, but yeah, then we're going down, playing, and they were like, yeah, come back. So I started playing then, and it was with lads that I went to school with. Yeah. Um, and then we're about seven at the time then. Just playing every week, and the fella used to call me Franny Jeffers. He's a little fox in the box, just get the ball in the box for him. Yeah. I was like, what? I didn't like, I was just like, what do you mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, just scoring every week as a kid. I was like, sound this. So then, from then, must have played for the Mags for about three years until I was about, well, nine, ten. And there was a fella in our road to start the team, Jed Beach, it was, started Springy Boys. So all the lads from my arse just started playing for them. Went through the Wanton Kirkdale, I think it was. Yeah. Won the league. Two years on the spin, and the second year got took off us because we were playing a, a player over age. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know. Just didn't know that. Or, or no, Jed knew. Like, oh, he, yeah. <laughs> he just oh, went hard. No. He was like, no one will find out. And then we're playing someone, and on the line, some fellow was like, hey, he's in my son's fucking year. Shouting on the pitch, you we're like, you don't oh. get away with that stuff now. Nah, you got, you got rumbled good and proper. Like, um, but we had a few good players playing for us there. I think Ricky, as a kid, was playing for us with Jaeger. Biami was playing centre half for us, who was at Acklington and that. He's just a gym head now. Be the only kid I've ever seen pop a ball in the 50 50, by the way. Yeah. As well, 12, and you pay the ball. I've like, seen wow. one popped off a shot. Have you? Yeah, it's just lad from Vazak, Eric Lachlan. It, it's a shot and burst the ball, mate. The kid just went in. Boom. I just said, looked up and I was like, whoa. Yeah, what was that? You're looking for legs, aren't you? Yeah, it was just like, thank yeah. fuck, that went me on the end of that, like. 
No way. And then, um, yeah, about after the spring, obviously we got, I think we got kicked out of the league, so I don't know if you know Eddie Sarner from Kenny. My mates played for the Molly with the youth. They had a, a kids team for a year or two. Yeah. Um, and so we're playing for them. A few good players playing for them. Sean Davis, uh, Elio Andre, he was at Blackburn, I think. A few other lads all from Broke Green. I was just going down to play because the lads on our road played for them. So I was just going for them. Um, and then uh, after them, after about a year, I started for Nosey South then. Yeah. So I was at Nosey South for two years. Um, the manager, his lad was Chris Reynard. He does like optimal, I think it's optimum, optimal performance now, like physio stuff. I can't think of his dad's name. I was there for like two years playing all over like St. Helens and everything. Yeah. They're like a quite established club now, aren't yeah. they? The way these sorts of set up to go, you know, to sort of like do the footsteps. They're having a good go as well, aren't they? And, and yeah. the, we played on their pitch, I think, the end of last year in May. And the setup's topped it on. Now they've put some money into it. Yeah. Pitch is spot on. So I was there for two years and then didn't play for five years after that because I snapped my leg and just had no confidence to play footy. Oh, just wow. playing a uh, man on by ours. Getting chased, ran into a ballad, snapped my femur completely. I was just like, You're getting chased by blood, weren't you? Come on, tell us. I love my mate playing manos, it was just foggy. And then we're getting put on the fucking ambulance. My mate ran down, got me half of getting put on the ambulance. I'll never forget the game, lying on this hospital thing, getting put into the, the ambulance. Like, and he uh, just looked at me half of them, scored a little bit getting on. He just looked at me, he was like, Why's your legs in bits here? It's one all, by the way. Reese's just scored. They're playing Arsenal away, never forget it. White kids, Reese had scored, and then we're just getting into the hospital, just space looking at me, like thinking this isn't wrong. This cutting the me kicks off me, but from there it took me three years to learn how to even walk again. Actually, so, physiotherapy, hydrotherapy, the lot. So go ahead, tell us how it actually happened. You ran into the like a concrete bollard. Yeah, like a metal bollard. So do you know oh, the yeah. Aldi on East Prescott Road. Yeah, yeah. Me ma used to live at the back of there, so we're just playing manons. And the maddest thing was, I went home for me tea. Me ma was like just staying. Now it's foggy. I was like, oh no, she let me back out. So she let me back out for half an hour. Worst thing she could have done. Getting so cheese. was your fault. Yeah, I'm going to blame my ma for that. Or my half for that one of them. Uh, so I'm running. Just getting chased, obviously, as your kids. Laughing. I'm just looking over my shoulder. I ain't even looking in front of me. And I've just hit this metal ballad. And I got sat behind that. And like a cable box. Couldn't move it. Yeah, one of and them green boxes. Yeah, I'd say the first six inches of my femur was straight. The rest was just mangled over the other side of my body. I was like, whoa. It's proper hard to break that, your femur. They said that's the biggest bone in your body. And that's yeah, it's like that. the, it's got the most meat around it, obviously. Yeah. It? So, I just said then physio. So, what what was the sort of process of, of fixing that operation? Yeah, so. Pins, plates. Pins, yeah. Still got them. Funny enough, my ma found the day. She was like, I was going to throw them out. But I know you like, wanted to keep them. They're about 12 inches long, right in the femur to put them in. Then you had another operation after it. I think it was like eight months later to take them out. And then I had to get another operation, I think it was, to drain my leg because my leg had all fluid in. Yeah. So I think it was three operations all in all. I had to learn out. I was in a wheelchair and on crutches for just under two years. It's heavy that for a 13 year old kid. Yeah. What was that like? Obviously, it was horrendous, but what was it like for you? You don't think about it then as like mentally, but. No, nah, like looking back, back now. You're losing like three, four years playing. That's like key development years in it as a kid. Yeah, it's yeah. time to play footy. Yeah. Key, key development years in your life. Yeah. Just getting about your own independence. And like, it's weird. I'd still like go and watch the lads play footy on the car park by my mum's. Not just get me crutches and flick the ball up, stamp them on the floor and volley. Yeah. And they would just look at me like, you're <laughs> fucking around the bench, you. <laughs> just to feel involved. Yeah. yeah. So I'd just get the ball with me two crutches, flick it up, run here, put the crutches down, and just whack it with my right foot. It was like the only thing I could do. Crazy. Um, 
So it's like it was hard, it was hard, mate. I'm not gonna lie, it was horrible seeing like the lads obviously all playing footy and like, I was just stuck on the sideline, basically not being able to do nothing. Was was the thoughts that you you possibly wouldn't be able to play footy again? Yeah, well they said to me like at first I limped for a long time. So they said like you might have a limp for the rest of your life and I was like, Fucking hell. I'm gonna be done with Billy the limp or something. You know <laughs> a lad who, who limped, Mark Dunn, he broke his leg and played with a limp sort of for the rest of his life, but when you said to him you're limping, he got on that. You didn't know. Yeah. It's just the way I don't know the way he must have carried his legs to feel like it was protected or or whatever. Yeah, I was I was proper paranoid about playing after it. Like, not gonna lie, because like, especially being a striker, I was thinking centre half being me, it's gonna go again. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, and you're always getting um, you're always getting knees, aren't you? Dead yeah. legs and that. So I I was paranoid, and then remember, me me mate Stad, he just started the team older. It was like the older the youth team. So I was going down, and I forget it for a few games. I was going, just put me in goal, me, I'll go in goal. I was like, what? Was like, I'll just go in goal. So then, played in goal for probably two, three months. And I was like, put me right back. Frank, <laughs> he, he's Frank, way off the pitch. Frankie's <laughs> just looking at me going, you what? I'm just like, I just want to play out, out a bit. Playing right back. And I forget the first tackle, Mick. I just boomed some kid. Jumped up off the floor like I was fucking the rock at WrestleMania. Like, yeah, made off. Sand, he me like, sand. I'm alive. Yeah, yeah. it was horrible. Like, well, jumped up and I was, like, I, was, I was made up. I was thinking, it's all right, this. So slowly started like playing more and more again then. And that's when I started playing open age of fifteen then. Yeah. I fell off and by ours, Jenko, he's managing how funny enough. He was like, come down and play for us on a Sunday. He used to call me Mariosa, because I used to be that small, long, curly black hair, start doing six flicks and all that, yeah. you know what I mean? So uh, I goes down, him and Dean Welsh it was, took me down to play for Greystone. Um so I was there for a few years then just playing for them. Met a few lads. What league was that? Would have been Business houses, I think it was on a Sunday. Yeah. Man, he used to pick me up at the top of Pudge Lane. Colin, he used to come and grab us. I was only a kid, so even then I was like, he's my way into playing. I love footage on the bench a lot. Because it was dead, like, when you're playing at that age, I was looking at the tackles and I'm thinking, don't fancy this, me, yeah. Know yeah, what I mean? No, it's just like, especially yeah. with my legs still in my head, I was like, can't be arsed. And then I think I just started playing and I got me confidence. I played this game against some team. I cannot like me, never them, never them being a white kid. I scored an handball. <laughs> should never have been. I don't. Oh, the ref didn't give it. I don't know. And then that was to equalise. And like two minutes ago, I remember scoring the winner. They were running off and just had off grown fellas chasing me, just dragged me to the floor. I was like, "Fucking hell! Wow, no, what have I done here?" Everyone's going, "Yes, Mark." So what? When, when I played my first taste of adult footy for the Holy Name and, and Stansdale, from like fifteen to twenty, that's probably the best I've ever played. You just play like mad. Like, there's no fear, is there? No. You're playing proper street footy, you're doing things that now where you'd get it, you just get it, you'd, you'd, you'd give it. Yeah. And there, so you'd you? yeah, yeah. you just go, I'm skipping past you. Yeah. No problem, just bam, bam, just <laughs> bending them in, stop bending them. From then, I went and played for the farmers then. And I met a few, a few lads there, Kyle who plays with me now, I've played with them for about 10 years now, I reckon. Um, I think it was his uncle or his uncle's mate that ran the team. And like you were saying there, I was just playing with no fear then. Open age footy, just nothing. But like, <laughs> we weren't great, but we'd get results against like mad. So we could get beat by, we were mid-table, we'd get beat by bottom of the league and then go and beat top of the league. And you're like, how's that? How's this happening here? That's probably because you were all young lads, it's consistency, yeah. isn't it? It's, it was mental, Mick. And then we're just sitting there thinking like, I, I, I just couldn't get my head around how you can play well one week and then the next week you're getting beat by bottom of the league and you're like... What's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's mad. Right, let's skip back a bit to school. Yeah. So, what, what uh, primary and senior school did you go to? Yeah, I went to the Mags on Pilchie. 
yeah. Margaret Mary's. Um, Sebastian Skill, not going to lie, Mick. Didn't, but we didn't really have a... Well, we had a team, but we didn't really see him to play any other schools. It was weird. So you play on the on the field, but it's like he didn't really play anyone else. It was weird. Yeah. Went to Cardinal Ian and after that, which obviously some players that come through there as, as probably being on the, the pod themselves, some boss players. Mooney was in my ear. Him, Callum Roberts, Tommy Allegan, a few boss players there yeah. playing for that school. But I went really... I was still thinking over my leg as well. So from year seven to nine, I just didn't bother playing. And I got kicked out anyway then at the end of year nine, year ten. So I was just like... I, I, shame to say, like I was a bastard in school. Looking back now, just doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. Just running down the corridors, just smashing fire alarms for the sake of it. Just like, what are you doing? And when you look back now, you're like... Just a little arsehole. Yeah, I was, you know. People must have looked at me and thought, you, I'd just love to smash your head in, you know. Teachers must have thought I'd love to just absolutely well, iron you out. Know. You can look back at it now and say, yeah. what was I doing there? Yeah. It's, it's when you think that's... It's sad. embarrassing, like, when you look back. I remember playing tennis once. Because you had the tennis courts in the garden, you know. Hit <laughs> this shot, Mr. Greaves to PT. She goes, Good shot, lad. I went, This is a better one. Just threw the tennis racket clean off the, the yard. And he just looked at me, What are you doing? I went, Don't know. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like crazy ADHD or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, why? When you look back now, it's embarrassing. It's like, What are you doing? It's trying to be the class clown, probably, to be honest with you. Did, did the school sort of push the. Obviously, like Steve Gerard, and he went there, yeah. didn't he? And it, was he saying, You know. Did they push that? They had like an England's Pitch, pictures of them all around the school, like yeah. Yeah, it's especially going to PE. Yeah, they should be proud of it as well. I think. Yeah, and especially like being my age, like I grew up. Steve G was the man, weren't he? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Steve G was like, still is like my hero. When you look back at him now, what a player! And um, so we were, <laughs> we were in school, and then we're, like going to watch. I used to go and watch the school team play. Yeah. No matter what, I just go and watch them, and then got kicked out today and got sent to Chilwell Uni, <laughs> and that's where I met Sully. Yeah. So I bounced into there and Sully's the unit teacher and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this is going to be something. Of all people, Sully's the unit teacher. Oh, this is great, this. So I just go in, Sully was just like putting an arm around me, basically. And then I just left there and just didn't bother finishing school. No? No, just just didn't bother going back. I was getting like, I got a letter off the school saying I should have went and done my GCSEs, but Cardinal Ian didn't even let me know I was meant to be allowed back in. So it's like, how am I, how am I meant to do my GCSEs? I'm not to know. Don't they like pursue you for not going for not finishing your education? Don't they like come your house and all that caper? No one come. They offered me to go to Walsall, and it was too far from from ours really. So I just said I'm not going there. I went to West Derby actually, so I got kicked out of there. Idiot again. Went there. My ma was working there as well, which made the sense oh, all the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like my ma got wind that I'd been a, a little swat already, but. Basically, the teacher just grabbed me by my hoodie and was like, you're not meant to have that. I was only, I was only in there about three months. So I haven't got the uniform, I've just only started. And she was like, get that hoodie off. And it's fucking the middle of like, December, it's freezing. She was like, get it off. So I just, I just said, fuck off and walked away. Next thing I know, getting dragged out of class, you're getting kicked out of here. What was it, do you think? Just like a little chip on your shoulder to not, not to uh, conform? Probably, yeah. Just like a little rebel against authority. Just like when you look back, I'm like, I'm not getting told what to do. It's probably why I work myself now, I'm like looking back at it. Yeah. It's, not, it's not even like when you look back, it's embarrassing. Can't sack yourself, can you? Not exactly, <laughs> but look back now, it's embarrassing like how I was in school, but Mooney, I'll tell you, I was just a class clown. Like, just, just acting like a goat all the time, just trying to make people laugh, and it's like, what are you doing? When you look back, it's like... Was he, was he always quality, Mooney? Always. Always, probably why he didn't make a pro because I used to sell him master lights every day. Like, <laughs> but yeah, he was. You had the sweet craft on the go, yeah, did you? Yeah, his, his left peg, mate. 
Ik doe ook nu aan van de van de schooljaar. We wanted to. Yeah, heavy. Ridiculous, mate. So, heavy, heavy left peg. So, back to the uh, sort of playing fellas footy as a youngster. Do you think that's sort of put you in good stead, especially after the injury of getting rattled and it not being yeah. much of a problem? Gives you confidence, doesn't it, mate? When you're playing yeah. against grown fellas and when you're, that, like, you're like a spring chicken, aren't you? So you're skipping past them and you're thinking, yeah, it's sound this. Now, when I'm playing at my age, now I'm thinking, playing with 17 year old kids bombing past you, you're like, yeah. fucking hell. Seeing the other side of it, but it, it gives you the confidence because you know. You can mix it with them. Yeah. And like growing up, Sunday League footy, you go and watch all the half fellas play. That's what it's about, isn't it? When you're a kid, like you want to be involved and play for the team. And obviously, going back to Boozer, it's all about. But you don't really see much of it now, I don't think, where people teams actually go back to Boozer. Yeah, that was a big thing when when obviously I was a youngster. But I'm sort of one of the, them myself. You've got a family in that, haven't you? And, yeah, you know, it's hard. Like, you're, out, you're out all morning playing and then. Oh, we're gonna say to the missus and the kids. She is she is Monday, you know. It's it's our last isn't it when you yeah. think about it. But I suppose it's either you do it while you're young enough and you haven't got the responsibilities, or you do it later on when your kids are grown up and no one's asked they want you out the house, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, the fellas that we used to knock out, knock about with after footy, you'd take you up the booze and and some of the lads my age, we'd have no doubt, you know what I mean? They'd yeah. be like, Yeah, I'll get you a few pints. Get you jump on the karaoke and entertain us and I'll get you a few <laughs> pints. You just end up staying out. You don't have a weekend you have a whole weekend out of it, just all the fellas looking looking after you and that was like the, the things about footy that bond you to, to people and it teams is, yeah. and you've got fellas in there who were looking after you and you're a kid even if that team's not the greatest team in the world you're not going to leave them to go and play somewhere yeah. that might be better where you don't really know anyone so I've always been about that to be fair I'd rather play with my me mates with people that you know you can rely on than playing for a team full of clicks or like teams of lads that not asked like you see a lot now especially in the amateur on the semi-pro after lads how many lads you see now hopping club 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 yeah. just trying to yeah. get 50 quid here you've got no loyalty it's just mercenaries aren't you really see there's two ways of looking at it isn't there that you can go to test yourself and see how, how good of a level you can play at but if you're skipping between teams at the same level for an extra what 10 or 15 quid 20 quid here and there there's no point is there you mean nah. stay and establish yourself and, and get I, I'd rather be your, um, I don't know I'd rather be like a, a, a sort of legend at one club I'd rather be I'd rather be a part of a club and feel the club than skipping, skipping, skipping for the sake of what. Like if lads are struggling to make ends meet and they're trying to do it to make a living for the family, fair enough. But if they're just doing it for the sake of wanting to pick up tennis or to try and boost their own ego, saying, oh, I'll play for them, play for them. See them now, like teams announcing players, ex players trying for Prescott Cables, used to play for Lowbrecht, Beatles, City of Liverpool, AFC, Liverpool. Like, yeah, play for everyone. Yeah, one appearance for every club, and you're like, fucking hell, this wicked beard is long, isn't it? <laughs> play for everyone. You know what I mean? So back to your footy then, so the, the Nosley South, so that was Saturdays? Was that Saturdays um, Sunday Easter. Oh, was that Sunday? Yeah, yeah? Sunday, yeah. yeah. Okay, that was the Sunday Saturday. Um, might have been, his name might have been Chris, the manager, but I know his young lad, was called Chris Reynard, and his cousin lived in Arrow, Paul Reynard, yeah. So when he found out I was playing, he was like, "Oh yeah, it's my uncle's team now." So I used, I used to just go. And me, it's me mate Corey got me down. His half fella Billy. So he used to just pick us up every Sunday, take us to footy, bring us back home. But it was just good years when you look at them now. I can only really remember Corey, Chris. Obviously, I can't remember any of the lads. Don't like my my put a bad memory. I'm like, no, when you look back. I can only remember like the lads from Mags and that because I went to school with them at Tom Island. Even that, I'm like. Tom was a boss player as well. He played for East Villa and F and boss left foot on him. Played for the breakfast a bit. But when you look back, it's like when you're six, there's like twenty five years old, I'm like, oh, my memory's just like yeah. fried. So where'd you go after there then, Nosley? 
Um, that's when I started. That's when I actually broke. I broke my leg before or after. I think I broke my leg after then. So that's when I started playing open eight things. I didn't play for such a long time. Like we said, it's key development. So you're missing a lot of footy. Whereas a lot of lads there, they're well ahead of you then. Because after them in our school, we're playing academies, playing for like you have Mooney was at Everton, Tommy Allegan at Blackburn. Don't know if Connor Roberts played for anyone, but he, he was quality as well. He was mustard. Yeah. Uh, Connor. He was uh, Callum, sorry. He was quality. And then you had you had a few of the lads. Lee, Lee, uh, Lee McArdle come to our school as well. I yeah. think it was halfway through. Year and eight and nine. I forget his free kick for England against Wales as well, and everyone's just talking about it in school. So everyone's just getting had it on YouTube on the phone. Yeah, you can hear the saga, in me. Look at all flush. <laughs> like watching him now, and it's like people must think. Obviously, everyone knows who he is, but if you're looking at him from the outside, you think doesn't look really a player. But when he gets on it, he's fucking mustard in yeah, like, Wow, top top player, boss player, mate. So the adult footy then, how did that sort of pan out? So I, I stopped playing after the farmers. So. Must have stopped playing when I was about 18 to 23. Just stopped playing. Started going to watch Liverpool every week. So my life was just going to watch Liverpool. Now you've missed some footy, you, haven't you? Major. Really? Look at it. I know. I just, I just used to love going to watch Liverpool up and down the country, really, Mick. And then my mate Liam, LT, he was like, oh, my half fellas involved at the lower breath. The resi, you want to get down? And I was on an R and he was like, just get down. So I went, you know what? Fuck it, I'll have a go. I went down. <laughs> First game, Scar Green against Strand FC. Like, Team of Scallies yeah. got beat 18 1. I'm just looking at LT thinking, what am I for doing here? 18 1. 18 1. Oh, bottom division as well of the, of, the, um, of the County Prem. So I'm sitting there thinking, this is some job we've got on our hand here. So the next game, I went to who we got next week, he went Coast East, top of the league. I'm sitting there thinking, Sam, this in it. Another pumping. So me and Liam, LT, like we were just getting a few lads involved, got them down, played Coast East, and I forget it, beat them 2 1. Sitting there like, Wow, right. how we won the game. They had, they had this header and it seemed to roll across the bar. And I think I scored that game, set up the winner. It's the most I've ever had in the game, I think. I think. End of the game, they got a corner, come to me in the edge of the box. I didn't even run with them, I just toed it up the pitch and the whistle went. I just collapsed. I was like, wow, my <laughs> <laughs> legs were done. I was like, fucking hell. It was just covered in mud, heads and so. And then from there, we started building a decent little team, to be fair. So it's then the more I was playing, Liam's like, yeah, give us a hand, give us a hand doing it. So I went down, his dad had spewed it, then Jimmy at the time. So I started helping Liam with this. So it was just me and Liam, obviously running the team. That was probably 2015 ish. And then the turning point for us when we started getting a good side, we had a few of the lads who played for the Pilty playing for us Kenzie, um, Lander. Um, who else? We have had a few, few of them playing. And we, we played stand again after getting beat 18 1. We had them on Wally Hall. And I got Mooney down to play for the centre half. I said to Mooney, I do us a favour, just come down and play. So Mooney comes out and his kids and they're all going, fucking hell, here he is, superstar. Oh. Beat them 2 1. Last kick of the game, basically snatched the game, snatched it from them. It was murders after the game, they're all running on going, you're cheating, cunts, and all that stuff. Like, oh, are we cheating? Like, we just, they got a corner and it got cleared. And I forget it, someone, it might have been Lander just sprinted down the wing with the ball. It was like shit off a shovel. I've never seen him run that quick. And he just put a ball across the box. And it was, I think it was Sabo just got a toby on it. I just went flew in the top in last kick of the game, Mick. And I was like, wow. The line runs on. We're running on celebrating. That was the turning point then. So then I think we were bottom division for the next two years. Finished second. And then got promoted to Division One. Yeah. So from there, Liam had already walked away then. So it was me doing the team. 
So I started getting lads down. It went new. I was playing Friday did, footy. Did with. you want to do it? Like, yeah, I spoke to Gary. Obviously, Gary's he's helped me out loads over the years. Gary, like top top fella. Um, he was like, look, if you want to do it, you can do it. I don't mind you. You're running the team. So I was like, fuck it, yeah, I'll have a go with it. For go ahead, got the lads down. And then Liam started coming back and helping me a little bit. He was doing all the subs and everything. So we got everyone down. All the lads who I played with on a Saturday, on a Sunday, I'd, I'd get a few of them down. Built a good team, finished second and won. I don't know if it was the Roy Wade or the John Gregson Cup and got promoted again. And then we stuck in Division 1 then for about three, four years. But we were just like mid, mid-table. Um, I spewed it for a little bit though, got some lad down, Matty. He, he was just saying he wanted me to play because I weren't really playing much. Mick, I sacrificed myself. I was playing, but it's hard to manage and play in it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. You can't, you just can't see it. So I, I was playing and now the team, the lads were saying, look, we need you to play. We need a striker. So I started playing and Matty come down and got a few more lads down. But it was hard, Mick. It's hard to run a team, especially on a Saturday. The, the amount of calls you get at 10 past two, I can't make it here. So you're struggling then to get lads down. You've got extra thingies to do on a Saturday, haven't you? The way you've got to rub the pitch off. Oh, hard work. And then, I think Matty, you won't mind saying that, he went off the rails a bit. So, I obviously fucking put my cape back on, got back on the line, got a team back together. And then, Pilchy formed then. So, half, we lost half our team, because half them went with my mate, Jerry Mach. So, we had a team. And um, for two, three years, we just had a boss rivalry with them. It's just us and them. Like, going for it um, they won the league we finished second went up the division together um, so I think we were in division 3 actually went up to division 2 then went up again to division 1 and then from division 1 it just seemed to be stuck in transition just couldn't seem to yeah. wouldn't go down wouldn't go up so were you going up to divisions when like Berneshkwe yeah Brandon's Berneshkwe yeah and yeah. the Doch yeah, Wayne had, had yeah. them but uh, Brandon had a boss little side, that Elliot on the wing, Charlie, good side, good uh, well organised, well drilled. But they, they they just flew up then. I think they I think they won the league every year going up, to be honest. Then Pilchy won it. <laughs> and the season we went up, so we finished, I think it was third, and we ended up going up on fair play or something. He said to us, Look, do you want to go into the Prem? So I said, Gary rang me, he was like, Look, do you bother us? Do you want to go up? I said, Yeah, fuck it. But we had two finals and they were both against the Pilchy, and like, the biggest rivalry in that league so the first final we had them on Brecht was it because they played for you was it like a derby yeah, as well though? proper derby like didn't hate each other but it was like it was just bragging yeah. rights weren't it yeah of course so we're winning 1-0 early in the first final they equalised me at 1-0 and they were battering us mate. I was sitting there thinking we're going to get it's coming here we're going to get conceded again so threw another body in midfield and just said to the lad I had up front Kyle said you just stay there and just wait and just packed the midfield. And then we're getting a free kick. Must have been about, um, about 35 yards out. Kyle just stood over it. Quietest kid ever. Put it top in. Couldn't put it any more precise if we want to. Against Ando as well. Top cat. Yeah. I was like, wow. Must have been 10 minutes left. And it was just an onslaught from there. How we won the game, beyond me. Well, it was it on Wally on, on Brecht Astro. Jobo was playing for them up top. He, he scored, to be fair, Jobo. And he had a one-on-one. And we had a lad in goal. Connor used to play in goal for Liverpool. When Rainer and that were there, made one of the best saves you've ever seen. Yeah. Just to keep us in the game, I was like, wow. So we had them in the final. That was on the Wednesday. We had them in another final on the Saturday. So we won the first one. We're walking off. And I forget it, you know, one of the committee members walking off. Just heard and go, didn't see that coming. 
can't see Brecht winning against Saturday though, they'll get fucked. And I'm just looking over my shoulder and I was like, cheeky cunts, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow. So I told the lads in the changes, went, look, Saturday boys, we need to be at it again. Get in the changes, give everyone, give the team out, go out. I just said the boys just warm up, but listen, and all you can hear is the pulchy lads, these are shite, gonna fuck these, they're not winning again. And Diggo's playing for the centre mid, Diggo's riled the, the lads up, you know, fucking get into these, listen to what they're saying about us. Scored after two minutes, made it 1-0. I think we had 2-0 up at half time, then cruising. Um, proper cruising. No, didn't have a sniffery that game. Obviously, the lads won't mind me saying it, they didn't. Finished the game 3-0, and I come on for the last 10 minutes. Just to, like, I think I'd done it just to piss them off, really, so I put myself on. And I can just hear Jerry, fucking nail that fuck, guns. <laughs> I'm just running off the line to the corner, like, every time I get the ball. I can just hear Wade behind me, Wade Matt played centre-half, then he should have laughing. He should have laughing at the because I was just going the corner, flagging it. What was it like for you, though, to get the silverware over the line as, like, gaffer? And, Unreal, you know. You, you, know. Got, you got the lads in yourself. Unreal. Because skipping that, I'd already won a trophy the season before with LT, but this was me on, all my own. And God, I'll never forget it. The week of the finals, Gary rang me once, if you win these two finals, I've got the key to the club shop for life. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, go ahead, Sam. Um, done the double on them. And got promoted to the Prem. And I was like, from the bottom division, getting beat 18-1 to going up three divisions... Although we didn't win a league, that's my biggest regret with the Resi is that it's not winning the league. I would like to go up and do do the leagues. It is your bread and butter, but cup finals are special, yeah, aren't they? The special, mate. That's something about them, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's boss winning the league, don't get me wrong, but them cup finals, there's nothing like it when you're getting up, everyone's up for it. Whereas the league, yeah. it's, uh, everyone gets up for it every week, but it's a different feeling. Isn't it? uh, the, league, the league, winning the league is unbelievable, it's the bread and butter, but unless you sort of win it on a final day, the feeling of. Man City style. Yeah, the feeling of of actually winning a cup final and the occasion sort of trumps, you know, you could win the league with three games to go, you could win it without playing, you know, that type of thing, you know, unless you win it like a sort of playoff scenario or you win it on the last day. Yeah. The feeling of winning it, the achievement's better, but the feeling of winning it won't yeah. be as good it's as, a, as the cup. Winning the league, it's, it's, as you said, it's unbelievable, but you're half knowing you're going to win the league you can be pulling away, can't you? Yeah. Whereas cup finals, you can go either way. But it, it's just unbelievable going from getting beat 18 once to be first game to then obviously going up to the Prem like mixing up the likes of the Doch like the Nalgo Benesks you know what I mean it's like we've not I've done done, done all all right here with the lads and then that's when we merged them we're doing the 18 it was the first season I think we had the first season in the the Prem I think we finished third, fourth from bottom which I said to the lads it's not a bad achievement you know said it's not great don't get me wrong so he's playing against seasoned lads every single week here. Yeah. He's not playing against like random kids for like other teams. So I said, look, we'll have a good go next year. Gary and I was like, yeah, you want to merge with the 18s? And they had some boss players playing for them. So we merged. Had you seen the, the kids playing for yeah. them yourself? They used to always say they beat us, Stevie from the Brech, Stevie Richards. Like he would say, oh, we'll fuck you. Because he was helping Ian out. Yeah. So we got a friendly on, I think we beat them 6-0 in, <laughs> in pre-season. That's what you want, though, rivalry with him, don't you? the next one, he's going, we'll definitely beat you now, the lads are ready. 8-1. <laughs> Done them. Uh, and Josh really played in goal for them as well in the yeah. second game. Yeah. So I, I always say to Josh, because he sort of says to me, you'll never score past me, you. Like laughing. And then we're putting one past him, he's going, didn't cross the line, did like miles over, but he wouldn't have it. Um, but it was good to have him within the club. So we merged with Ian's team, with the 18s. And we were getting some good results. We beat, we beat, um, they won the league last year. It was at Sefton. Yeah, yeah. They, we beat them away. We beat 
I think we beat the Doc um, at home. We beat Alder home and away. So we had some good results, but then we get beat to like, no disrespect to any other team, but we get beat to the teams lesser known or that you're not expecting to get beat to after beating the best teams. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it, it's hard, obviously. And, and then we're playing East Villa. We beat East Villa as well away. I think it was 3 1. I was on Aldi to be fair, but Ian said we got peppered. He went, I'll be one. He said the kids just obviously yelled their own and just they, 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 they sailed through it. Um, and then that just didn't work then. I think Ian wanted to go his own, his own way. So Gary was saying to me, Look, I think Ian wants to spew it because he's now at Asheville now and he wanted to take the lads with him. So that, that just went by the wayside and left us half in the shit. So me and mate Bobby Max said, I'll do it, because I want you to play. So he got a few lads down, within like six months. No no fault of Bobby's, we just folded. It was, it was sad really, because you're going from, from doing it for like seven years, being involved in one team like that, and for it to fold, it's, it's shit, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard, mate. It's, it's more than that, especially with... As you said before as well, getting older and lads, getting families and commitments, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's hard work, mate, to obviously maintain a team while keeping the good lads that you do have either getting the red turn to go and play for a better side or just spewing it completely. Yeah. It's always difficult being a club's reserve side. It is, yeah. Because the fans want to watch the first team, don't they? Yeah. So, and if you're playing the same time, same, a different event, it's, it's hard. It was hard, it was hard, mate. And especially, this is not like against like the first team. I'd ask some of them sometimes to come down and give me a touch if like, we were short and after them, I don't know if it's ego or something, just like, Look like you've got four heads. Yeah. Fair play, Mooney, Jamie Enders, Colbeck, they'd always come down if I needed help. Like, they'd always, if I'd say, look, I need something, they'd always say, go ahead. If we've not got a game, I'll come down and help you out. Yeah, or, definitely. They'd always, they'd always come down and help you, no yeah. matter what. Well, so just might just good. fancy a few pints and get on the air. If there's no game, I might need I know. Thing, some yeah. of them, like, some of them are like, I'm not playing for the Rezies, though. Gary and Dreamy say they're not fancy and I don't want to play for the Rezies. Like, but why? It's the same club, you know what I mean? Like, if it's short and they're not playing footy and they want a game. You should just come down and play. Yeah, it's just like them would like. It's like if you've got a top kid, he's gonna go to first team eventually, isn't he? That yeah. was, that's what the well, old. We the had old one team. from the eighteens, eight two. I think we took it. Lewis Sharp. I think he might be a base going now, but he played for the first team a bit last year. But we had him when he was, I think he was eighteen. He played in them two finals against the Pilchi and was outstanding, best player in the park. Eighteen yeah. year old kid, just no fear. Would you say that to the youngsters? Look, there's a pathway for you to go to the first yeah. team. Gary will, Gary will take you if you if you do the business and you show that you've obviously got the ability. He took, there was a lot of players. Michael Roberts, quality player. But he could he could have definitely made it. I reckon he could have definitely got paid to play footy, at least semi-pro. But he's just dead quiet, like a mouse, like just very shy. Yeah. But he played for Gary a few times, scored a free kick against AFC, played away to Garstang, I think it was. And he might have played a handful of times and then you had Robert Brown who played for me. He went and played a few times for the first team. But sometimes Gary was reluctant to take them. I don't know if, he, if it was the the jump up he was thinking he mightn't be able to do it or he just wanted players that he knew could play at that level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But on against Gary, obviously, that's, that's his job is to obviously pick what he can and he's playing at that level. He wants lads he can rely on, innit? Yeah, 100%. Mate. And what he done, for obviously for me and for the lads there, like always short of the pitch, pitch fees and that. Like top top fella, like close mate with Gary. You know what so, I mean? Like so what was fella. the what was the conversation like when it sort of come to the realization that you were gonna have to spew it? What did what did you have to say to the likes of Gary and the and yeah. the committee and that? But I think Bob just couldn't be arsed no more to be honest because lads were just letting him down constantly. So 
Gary was like, what do you reckon? I said, I want to play, but if it means keeping the team on, I'll do that as well. But it was just getting the lads who were committed. You could only, we, were, we were struggling to get like 8-9. Lads who would definitely say they'd be there every week. And it's not good enough, obviously, to play at that level, making the county prem. Yeah. You just you can't rely on 8-9. Like you need a solid, I think, you need a solid 14 at least. So you've got three subs. Yeah, you can't be turning up with 11s, 12s. It's no good, mate. If someone gets a knock or two injuries, you're fucked, aren't you? screwed. Yeah. You need a committed 14-15 all the time. Definitely, yeah. yeah. But we had a boss lad playing for us, Adam. He was doing a job up front for us. We were playing Sefton away. One of the last games, this. This is when I just thought, you know, nothing was going our way at all, Mick. Nothing. It was like, I think I half knew in my head it was going to go. And he just went into a 50-50, but he slipped into the tackle. Wet pitch on um, the, the new LCFA in Sefton. Yeah, yeah. So he slipped. And the lad just kicked his shin. So Adam's gone down screaming. And never forget, someone just looked at, I was on the bench, funny enough. I just looked at, at that, um, might have been Diggo. And Diggo went, oh my God, the bone was sticking through his leg. I just I ran the opposite way, mate. I thought I don't want to see that. And he was on the floor for like two hours, just like waiting for the ambulance to come. Oh, Bones sticking out the leg, blood everywhere. It was like fucking nasty, that. But the kid, like the kid who done the tackle, didn't mean nothing by it. It was just a 50 50. Adam just slipped into it. And it was like losing a player there. So he was due a baby, he used to start a new job the next week as well. So it's like, it's a sickener, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe. So it's like the realization there, you're like, what can you do? If you can't, like, you're getting injuries or you can't get lads, the best option probably was to spew it. Yeah. As sad as it was. Like, I was gutted, but obviously then, I was playing Sundays all the way through that as well. So coming through, like, playing Saturday, Sunday, I, I got a few of the lads down to East Villa. Steam was on me saying, can you get a few lads down? I got them down, but... Is that, so when when the Re- lower Brecht Resies went, a few went to East Villa, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's me, Mitchell Farrell, Jake Digney. Who else? I tried to get Joey in. O'Connor and Robert Brown down as well because that's who he was after. But I don't think Robert and Joey fancied it to be fair. I think they were playing for who are they called? Flatty, Flat Iron. Yeah. They play on a Saturday, don't they? They're playing for the Flat Iron. Because uh, it's with all the mates, and obviously I, I'm like that. I had to play with my mates. So I was going down to East Villa. We really getting a sniff mix. So I was like, feeling out of place. You don't know anyone really. They go away and getting a game. Mitchell winning out. But they go with quality sentiments. And you weren't really getting a game. And like, even there, lads, like you have Feeney saying, like, why are we getting lads down if you're not going to play them to stay? But I think he he, he, he proper did want uh, Diggo in the team, Steamer. Like, I'll give him that. But I don't think Diggo was happy just being obviously on the bench every week. So yeah. I, I spewed it in the end. I could do better. Like, no offence to stay or to anyone else. Like, I could do better times. Me time and I sat in the sit on the, on the bench in the freezing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no one wants to be on the bench, mate, do Yeah, but it was like seven, eight weeks, mate. So it's like, if I'm not getting a game in that time, what am I going to do in 10? I can't do nothing with 10 minutes in every game. You know what I mean? It's hard grafting it. So. I just spewed and I started playing in the Christian League. I'm just with my mates again. Started playing with my mates and just getting the buzz for that again. Play, like I just prefer playing with my mates. Me, I'm not about like. Obviously, I'd like to obviously play in the in the national, but that's what the Arsenal team now we're trying to do. We're trying to build go up the leagues yeah, and, yeah. and playing that way. Yeah. So who were you, uh, Jordan? This, who were you playing for on a Sunday all the time? Um, so I played for Jebra SOG. So yeah, yeah. so played for Splashy Junior. Funny enough, my mates dad say Ors. Jordy Neil, he does the Legged Podcast, funny enough now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just that team. I just went down. One, he was he a just, player, he could play. He could play, Jordy. Yeah. He was quality, you know. I put him down on a, a little mention on me. Uh, pro, he's got a mention there, like he'll be made up with that. So he best like, give me a little Patreon. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Jordy was a player. He just said, look, I went down. So I think I was just, I think my mate Joe just got on me. He was like, Jordy Neil started the team there. Do you want to come down and watch us? 
I think I might have been playing for someone at the time. I can't remember. I went down. They played Mottram. And they're throwing a kit on and scoring. And Geordie Brick lads play for us. So from then I played for them for like three, four years. Then we had a boss team. Yeah. We had uh, Ando in goal. He was at East Villa. Sam Stolly centre half. I think he had a... Apprenticeship or whatever it's called in America for Oklahoma scholarship. Scholarship, yeah, I couldn't think of the word. And then we had like Joey O'Connor plays for us now. Luke Watson, who was at Rochdale. Kyle Roberts, quality winger. Ali Birmingham plays for South Liverpool now. Chris Bradshaw plays for the Oyster. Yeah, some good lads. That's some boss. We had a boss little team. Like but it was easy for me because I just had all the legs behind me. <laughs> so I'm anyone who knows me knows I'm a lazy cunt anyway so I just had all the legs behind me just giving me the ball in the box I was just tapping them in like this sorry in the in like the Mario oh just easy work but it, we had a boss team won the junior cup yeah. which is boss I like that to be fair on yeah. here Wally Hall well, well not myself that's one of my highlights loved it yeah loved it's bo- it. boss run we had though because that's the, that's the feeling you've got when the club's on the rise yeah that. That yeah, they done that level because that is a good cup to win. To be fair, yeah, in, in the sun, in the Sunday scene, and we had a boss run though. Remember, it was all Southport, all the games. So we won Southport, we're beating teams. Semi final, play the team Southport at home. We're getting beat two another half time. Everyone was shocker. Got it back to all and to pens, and I got so off in, in extra time because my legs were just gone. So I got so off and I was just sitting on the line thinking, oh, I can't even yeah. take a penny. Remember Bob McTeague of all people. He's like a right back, scored the winning pen, but it was a fucking great pen, slotted it, sent the keeper, got the final against the team from Southport again on Wally Hall, and it was just a mad game, end to end, I think we won 5-3, but it was like we'd score, and then they'd go to the other end and score, and yeah. vice versa, and it was like, we couldn't seem to get away from them in the game until the last 10 minutes or so, the manager made a few changes, Liam, and he put class into the half of front who scored, to make it four three, Robert Hood going oh, off. Oh, he's bossing the air, Stully like proper. He gets called the Viking. He just wins everything in the air. Just bump boss header, and he might have even got the fifty and another header to be honest to seal it. But it was boss with cup finals on Wally Park. Boss, boss final, boss feeling as well. Boss uh, turnouts. It was just good. I had my niece and nephew there watching it. And, like when we won it, they ran on the pitch. It was boss. I was like fucking get in. Know what I mean? Playing, playing with the lads I grew up with from school all the way up yeah. to win that, and then we folded the next season. It's like how do you go from winning the junior cup to folding? I think Liam just couldn't be asked, and no one else wanted to take it. So it was like... Pressure's a fussy management meet, isn't it? Yeah, he, I think he just... Liam was just getting grief every week, and he was like, do you know what, I can do without the grief. So it's like, why put myself through it to get shit? So fair play, like, because he, he, he took on the role, won us the junior cup, which was boss, and then a few of the lads spewed it then. Um, so Chris went to the Oyster, Ali went to the now-known... Uh, so what the, what the no, Ali B went to. He's playing now for no Mount Carmel. What are they oh, called Mount now? Carmel, yeah, yeah. They're called yeah, Eggy Arms. Them. He's playing for the Eggy Arms now. Um, Park on them. Yeah. Who else was playing? Kyle plays for us. Obviously at East Liverpool. Right. I went to Masons from there. Then just playing with the lads again. With me, with like my other set of mates. So I was playing. Joel was on me for years all the way through playing. So I get me down. Must have been like five years. Going like just get down and play for me. I was like I've been playing with my mates from school. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna spew them. So then when they folded, he was on my yard. So I went down to watch them in pre-season. And they were playing the dubby. And Dean was giving it loads to me on the line. Going, why haven't you got a kit on pie house? Just give me shit. I'm like, leave it out, Dean. Do you know what I mean? So they're getting beat to another half time. And he's going, ah, you're going to come on, lad, save the day, eh? So I went, I just looked at John and went, you're a kid for me. He went, yeah. So I went to my back now. She was only on Holly Lodge. My ma was only up the road. Went to my ma's, got my boots and my shinies and come on up front. Scored one. 
the second goal and I forget it, Mick got the ball in halfway, just turned, Dean, and he's just, Jack, just there and running behind me the whole way, just ran all the way through to goal and slotted. And uh, he's just going, you little swat. <laughs> and then, must be about five minutes left, we've got a pen, I give me mate to make it 3-2, and he fucking skied it. I'm like, oh my God, Joe, what are you doing? And he was like, oh. the chance of an answer. I know, to be fair. So then we got a free kick, and I just, some kids stood over and went, what are you doing? You know, I'm taking it. I just went, nah, that's... I said, it's me, I have to give a pen away, I'm taking this. And Dean's going, here he is, here's Bex now. <laughs> Whipped it off in there, I was like, get in! Yes. Just, gave, just rubbed it in his face, though. And he, he was laughing his head off Dean, and Joe over and that were all laughing. And then he was on me, Joel, and I still didn't sign after that game. <laughs> I made him wait six months, I just stopped playing for a bit. Went back down, played. And, um, yeah, from there now, we've gone from Mason's for, like, three years... He folded because there was a disagreement with like a, a fella now that's on the business hours board. He had a team with Joel doing it, Paul. They had a disagreement and they folded, and then Paul went to AFC Swan. Yeah. So, so then Joel didn't bother for a year, now to die. I think I just stopped playing, I was just going to watch games. And then about three years old, I had to start third season. Yeah, I just got a call off Jenko. My mate used to play for the older, he was like, hey, I'm going to do a team. But he used to play for us at Mason's. He was like, I'm going to build a team. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can be asked. Jenks, like, is it going to work? Because after the Mason's, like, we tried to start another one and it just went by the wayside. And he was like, nah, nah, I've got lads committed. I've got Joey and all that they're going to play. So I thought, if he's got them, he's going to have a solid base. So I went down and from there, that was just East Liverpool then all the way. Yeah, so I've seen, like, they put a, a lot of work into, like, the, the Twitter and that, don't you? Yeah, he's, he's hard work on it, Jenks. Like. Trying to make it as short a professionally looking as yeah. you can and that helps that yeah because it catches your eye doesn't it yeah but it is sweet catch your eye as well I tell him yeah. all the time put your phone down when you've had a bevy <laughs> <laughs> he's around the bend lad some of the sweets I just go Jenko come on lad and he goes what lad you're stoking the fire yeah, yeah. like lads you're making us look like a team of fucking marshmallows yeah well, so, I, I don't mind the, uh, the the provocative ones that, you know just putting it out there like see See you next week and all that. Like, yeah, like to that. be fair, he, he backs us the deal. Jenko, I'll give him that. He will he'd back us against fucking Real Madrid. <laughs> He's yeah. around the bend. But he gets the best out of the lads, to be fair. Yeah. Like he knows when to shout, knows when to thingy, but he's built a boss team. Like I got a few, I got Diggo down playing for us. He said he'd never play Sunday's. We've got Connor back in goal, Connor Waring, who used to play for the pool in goal, absolute can't make. Yeah. Like makes a massive difference, doesn't it? It does, you know. Like when you like we had a lad in goal. He was he was all right to be fair, but then when you get a proper cut in, you can get your eighty yards up the pass up the park with one kick. You like game yeah, ten points a season, a good goal you need. Some of us saves me. Saves one the other day. I don't know if you've seen it. It was on YouTube. Um, someone videoed it. We were playing seven young boys. Was in them top of the league. Um, we won three two, but the last kick of the game. Well, it weren't actually. It was two. Two once it was, and we finished. It finished three one. So they could have equalised with five minutes to go. Ball comes in the box, gets flicked on back post, and this kid's just free. Connor just steams out on him, the kid blasted him, I swear to God. The video was on YouTube, just smashes him, flush in the face. Yes. Like, I'm never putting my teeth in the line of that, me, like, <laughs> never, ever. When you want to hear the noise after, it was like, wow, when you hear the noise. throw a gummy in. Yeah, it was like, fucking hell. And then we won the game 3-1, but that saved there, as you said, it's three points, isn't it? Yeah. Who, who else is in that league than Allerton and that? Swan, in it? Swan are in it, yeah. yeah. They've struggled this year badly, by the looks of it. Allerton... Sefton Young Boys, us, and you've got Derby Park Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few others in there, I can't think top of my head, to be honest. Um, I just I just turn up now because there's no responsibility on me. I just like to turn up, play, 
go home. That's yeah. literally all I, I like doing now. But we've got a boss little side there, and our aim is so the first year we finished second and went up, but we should have won the league. We won it that year, Derby Park. But they, they won it by two points. But we had a game that got called off, so we played some team, got called off, and the league just voided the game. And we were winning the game, just got voided. So the game just we finished the game like if we'd have played the game again and we won, we'd have won the league. So yeah. it was a bit of a shambles, really, from the FA's behalf. We go up, then last year, like, pissed the league, to be honest. Like, we knew straight away, as soon as you're playing. We got beat once by the Swan, fair enough to them, like. Um, yeah, because you want to run, we, didn't you, undefeated? Yeah. You kept putting it up, didn't you, that the teams that were unbeaten in, in England throughout the time just went down to, like, ten teams or something, didn't it? Yeah. We, we were on, like, a mad run of not losing any games. I think we turned up that game, nothing can we because we beat them already early in the season, and... I think it was four three, but it was it was four one to like the last five minutes. We can see the two shit goals. We were just trying to bomb on, trying to be too clever, and then we played them at home. They beat us two one. Fair play to them. Um, I was awful that game. To be honest, I got dragged off. And we got a pen. The lad missed it. I was sitting there thinking, oh, I should have been on there, mate. But I was awful. Mick just just wasn't up for the game. Couldn't seem to get into it. Ball just weren't coming up to me. So my head was down. So Janko pulled me off. Fair play, like you know what I mean. Big call. Me, he pulled Digger off as well. Centre, I'm sure he pulled Digger off centre mid, and pulled the right back off. There was a few of us though, just weighing on it, Mick. Just and then when you get beat, you're like, for fuck's sake, you know what I mean? Because we wanted to go unbeaten, and then from there, it probably give us the wake up call because we won every single game after that again to win the league. Yeah, it's no way, no shame losing a game here. here you can't, no, no. can't win every. We game. left them after a moment, like because that's our big rivalry. Us in this one, like they yeah. hate us. We we dislike them. We don't hate them. We just dislike them. Hate's <laughs> <laughs> a strong word. Yeah, it? they do hate us. Like, I'll give, <laughs> I, like it, it's just from the managers. They don't see eye to eye. So because Paul obviously used to be with us, and now he's with them, and the play like we know all them. They know all us. It's just one. It's like a, it's like a Liverpool eleven thing. But it was nice to win the league because when we won it, I just I we're in a group chat with a few there. I just put the picture of the league trophy in. But better luck next year, boys. And fair play, the all four well done. Like, you deserve it. Best team by a mile in the league. So, what I would just do in like the divisional cups then, when they throw them everyone in the same. Yeah, we were in the junior cup, got beat in the semis by Collegia, who went on to win it. Yeah. In fairness, but we were all. We, so, we played them on the semi final, was on the rec. And we, we said, look, we'll get a 3G, we can have a proper game for you. Terrible pitch, terrible. How have they pitched that? You know, the FA. We said, look, we can get an, we can get an Astro. They, they refused it, Collegiate. Yeah. <laughs> you've been a better game. They refused to play on the Astro, so now we'd rather play on the grass. So we were like, fucking hell. And obviously it was because their game plan was they just wanted the scrappy game. They won fair play 2 1. Um, but we were awful, Mick didn't get going in that game again. Deserved to get beat in Iron State. Um, fair play, they went on to win it, but that's a game what we should have really won and probably won the cup as well. Um, but we weren't in any other cups because of COVID, obviously. That was yeah, the only yeah. cup. I think they had back on, but this year we're back in them. We're in... We're in the Junior Cup. The, there's another one, I think, but that's not getting introduced until the end of the season, he said. No, to break up the games. Yeah. There's only like nine, ten teams in our league. Crap, mate. It's like... They've, they've put too many divisions, I think, in my opinion, no. There's like six divisions, isn't there? Just have it as four, but pack them. So that there's like 18 yeah. teams or whatever. You just, you just worry about the level, don't you? Making mm. sure you've got enough at the same level. That, that is the hard thing, once yeah. Once the Tonkins come, that's when you lose teams, isn't it? Yeah, that is the hard thing, really. But the FA, or the Liverpool FA, should know. Like, I don't know if they... Like, they should know the players who are playing for each team, so they should be able to, like, level out. Because if they can see a player who's played for, like, a good standard or for good teams, they must know they've got an half-decent team, you know what I mean? 
But it's like we were meant to have an R League this year. Is it Halton Sports? Halton Sports, yeah. So they were meant to be in our league and they got put safe in the championship. But we, we said, could we go in the championship? To be fair to us, Jenko, like he fancied us to go straight up to the championship. And he said no, but then they put them up. So Jenko had to the FA over it. But I suppose they're it, flying out the Halton this year yeah, and there. They might go out how, how, how you do in the county cups as yeah. a parameter for. Where, where you are at, at the yeah, level, I suppose. So if you do have a good run in the Junior Cup, potentially if, you, if you're in the last four of the Junior Cup, you're a Premier Cup team, aren't you? Yeah, well, we beat the team that won the Southport Prem yeah. um, 3-0. I think it was, you know what, I can't think who it was. I can't remember. I remember we played a lot of Southport teams at home and we beat everyone. The closest team we had was Hallsall, I think they were called. Beat them 2-0, but it was a proper game. Yeah. Like, a pro- like a proper feisty game. Great game. One of them we were getting beat for half time, to be fair. Yeah. I, forget, I was on the, I was on the bench, come on. And um scored the winner last kick the game, Jen, I thought Jenko had lost my teeth. Jenko dragged me to the deck and I just smashed him on his knee on the floor and I thought, ah, oh, back to Turkey here for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there we go. Secret but, down the shore, yeah, yeah. Trying to find him in the mud and the shankly would have been a fucking a laugh, wouldn't it? But they're the games there though that they just bring the team said that I think when it's a proper fight back. Yeah. Like, 100% cup runs are cup runs the best thing for morale. 100%, yeah. Uh, Best thing you you can go through. So obviously you've got lads there who, you know, no question the potential to play at the I eleven. Yeah, in definitely. The, yeah. In the prem, have you got none of the teams in the prem sniffing now trying to take them or? I, all, I believe um, <laughs> the manager doesn't even know this. They always been getting asked by the Molly. I believe. Yeah, yeah but he, he just wants well, they're, to play the lads. Flying, yeah, aren't he? he wants to. He just wants to play the lads. Kyle could play higher up. Um, Connor could definitely play for the prem team. Easy. We have got Jordan Neal at centre half. Used to play for East Villa. Every centre half. Robert Brown left back quality. We've got a boss team, but I think the lads just enjoy playing as a unit, like for, for each other now. Yeah. So we our aim, we want to obviously go up the leagues, but we want to play national cup and want to be in the in the prem. That's the aim within five years and third year now we're in Division One. So hopefully the next few years we're in the prem and hopefully try and get in the national. It's no easy feat, obviously as you know, Mick. But, no, but obviously got to aim, I haven't you? Yeah, my advice would be to to stick at it with the team. Yeah, stay with the lads as long as you're young, as long as you're improving. Definitely, yeah. They don't, don't see the definitely point. are like because I think we're top of the league now, six or seven points clear. I think the other team below has got a game in hand, but unless you're getting on your barrel and you want to get in, you want to get in the Nash quick. I do <laughs> like. I'm, 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 I'm half getting to the finish line. Me like um, feel do, like I'm. Do anyway. a Jill Reggie with it, uh, one of the Birkenhead Sunday teams. You can get get in the in the Nash squad. Oh, not half. Need to get onto a crafty to me. Just say, I'll give you a one of these. But I was in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> Just get me one appearance. But I done it with the breakfast team. Only I played once with the breakfast team. I think it, oh, who was it against? It might have been. I don't know if it was Waterloo Talk or GSOB. I think it was GSOB. I scored Atty in the second half. Gary just threw him on for 20 minutes and I'd scored two and he got a pen. And Gary put himself on for the pen and missed it. Oh, I was no. like, you fucking are last, know what I mean? <laughs> and then Endo put me through for the Atty to be fair in a slot. I was fucking made up. And I said to Gary, I'm never playing for the first team again. Yeah, that's like a. One appearance, like, three goals, yeah, take like that. Playing for England and getting that trick and then spewing it. Franny Jeffers is going against Australia, isn't it? Yeah, David Nugent. But yeah. I, I, was, I was made up like I was just a laugh. And at that point, I was like, I think I was 18 stone when I got the attic. I was like, and I'm watching the video. I was like, I need to get back down to size there because I, I yo yo my weight, mate. What, what was the score then with the with the weight loss? Because even like I didn't know you personally, but I seen that like the weight loss. I'm like, hell, he's in good neck there. Well, yeah, <laughs> basically, I was just training with the first team. And um, Cal Webb obviously used to play, didn't he? And yeah. he he's a PT now, and he was like, like, you want to get in the gym? Because I always just I struggle with my weight, mate. Like, not the same to say, obviously. I just yo yo bad, probably why. I've never really knuckled down to try and even play at a better level or even... I'm just not committed enough, Mick. I'd rather play with my mates, 
have a scram of a few pints or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I lost. So the first, I've done it twice now. So the first time, I lost four and a half stone. I got from 18 to, I think it was 18 and a half to 13, bang on. And I'd lost like, I was just like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and then like, playing like... in South Pole for the shog, broke my ankle, got snapped by some half fella, just done me. So discovered I liked eating scran again then. Yeah. Banged a bit of weight back on. But I yo-yo all the time. I could go and train for three months and lost, lose three stone. Um, but I can put it on just as quick as well. Yeah. So it's one of them. It's the maintenance I need to yeah, sort out. Got to maintain like a steady, uh, yeah, you know, like program just to just to keep you ticking over. I done it last year, last January to June. Lost just over three stone. Yeah. And was flying at the footy. Was fucking actually running. Discovered how to run again. To be fair. Um, and I just spewed it again. I just need it's the maintenance, mech. It, it's hard, like as you like, going on to me bed and the baby. It's hard to maintain everything when like. You're out or you're on holiday and that, and yeah. then like you're coming back after holiday, you just can't be asking the gym, can you? Like, I can't, but it's hard when you're a greedy bastard like me, yeah. That, I'm a greedy bastard on the pitch anyway, and, and eating, so <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I mean what, like, I always say to people, say, greedy guns, like, what do you want your striker to do? Yeah. Do you want them to like be greedy and try and score or passive? And then if they don't score, I get the moan for not for not scoring. It's like, it's hard, isn't it? You can't win as a striker, in my opinion, you just can't win. You're either a greedy guns or you don't score enough, yeah. No, no, well, you're looking good, Nick. Now, mate. So long, long may you continue. So, where are you sitting now as we speak? Right now, um, just playing for the East um, and Heighton Condens in the Christian League on a Saturday. Yeah, just having a go with them with me, mate Franny. You got me down. Um, and obviously, just our aim there is to just obviously get. I'm focused on the Sundays more than anything because I want to get up and I want to play. Obviously, National Club want to play in the in the, the Prem and obviously test myself again. Like. Played against the lads. You play for the Brecht in training. I've played with Gary first team a few times, and you enjoy playing against the better players, don't you? As yeah, you know, course, you, yeah. you get you get up for it. But there's only like I'm getting on now, so I want to I want to do it quick, like. So so what about league tables then? League tables, where about in the? Oh, we're at top now on a Saturday, and we're top on a Sunday. I think on a Sunday we're about seven clear of Sefton Young Boys, and we've got them in two weeks. So I. Don't want to tempt fate, but I think if we beat them again, it gives us six points advantage with about six games left, and it's probably the teams the lower end of the table where we should be winning. That's no disrespect, by the way. Yeah, like, so, no. So if you keep in, our, in my opinion, like, we, we should be beating them because yeah. obviously we're top of the league for a reason, and we've already beat them. We should be beating them again. Yeah, it's just standards in the bar team that I expect. Like I'm a moaning, like on the pitch, I'm a moaner because you know how good the players are that you're playing with. So it's like. I don't want my own bad, it's constructive really, it's like, get your head up and that, like, you, just, you know what, you're playing with quality players, so you're expecting that from them all the time, and obviously everyone can't play quality, every week I'm first to say I'm fucking hot and cold, you know what I mean, everyone yeah. is, but... But well, you've got the experience to obviously speak to the younger lads as well, haven't you? Yeah, I think that's why, obviously, it worked when I was managing the, the resis, like, I've got the... Even looking back now, when I was a kid, when I was saying I was a bastard, I look back at it now, like, that's my biggest success, getting kicked out of school. I've obviously grown up, matured a lot. And I know now how to like conduct myself. So, because you've obviously um, been on the other side, p- having to pick teams, now are you, are you a bit easier on the gaffer now, or or you're at? Nah, <laughs> if you're all listening, Jenks, I'm telling you now, Laddy pulls me off and wants two goals from every week. Just pulls me off and he goes, "We've got to keep, yeah, keep, keep the fire in you." Yeah, and you're like, "So I went, I went three games this season without scoring." But he, he goes to me, "You're Laddy Kane, like because you link up with the wingers." And then he goes to me the other day, hey, "You've lost the fire, you know." What you've lost it, like I need it. I need the cane back. 
fucking hell. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> Got to that game and he, he pulled me off to be fair again. Um, good management. It, 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 good he management, knows what he's doing. He gets the best out of the lads. Like, he can bollock us when we need it, which has been a lot this season because we, we start games slow, don't over to return nothing that we should just be winning. Or it's just us thinking we're too good, maybe. I think it happens, doesn't it? A bit of inconsistent. Um, what's the word? When you're getting too ahead of yourself. Yeah, know what you mean. <laughs> Can't think of the word. You, we're just getting too cocksure, maybe, of ourselves, where we think it's going to be an easy game. But not on in Sunday, like Sunday league, you can beat anyone, can beat anyone. Yeah. It's just about who wants it more, in my opinion. That's it, mate. Right, so we touch on this player thing. Are you are you stressed over this? You lo- lost I was the, last night, like. Lost um, any sleep over it? Right. It was last night, I'm not going to lie, because I was thinking about like the like, tough opponents, tough places to go, and then I was like, oh, there's some horrible ones, isn't he? Especially in amateur footy, where you just hate going. Right, so let's go. We're going for left pegs to start with. Mooney. But then I've got... I've obviously, as a kid, I used to go and play for the grammar. Just in pre-season, we made up the team Sharpie, and Leighton was playing for them pre-season up top. Yeah. I was just sitting there, like, I was only... I must have been 16. I was thinking, who is this fella? He's fucking heavy. I'm like, how is he not getting paid to play footy? And then Franny Foy as well, but my loyalty is like with Mooney, because obviously I've known him all my life, and his left peg's just an absolute wand. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Franny Foy's got a boss left peg. He heavy, he grew up with Franny, lived by my Mars, and like, he used to play in the Astro and that. It's just, there's something about a left peg, the way they, they strike a ball, it just looks so pure on it, you're like, wow. Yeah, it's not fair. I always say that's not fair. Right, right foot's toughest one. It's, it is tough, because there's that many a play with right foot, who are good players. Um, so... It's hard, I played with Luke Watson, he was at Rochdale, boss right foot. But every pass he used to feed into me, because he used to play centre mid, just waited perfect. And then, got two lads to play with now. Got Kyle, the winger. He's, he's mustard. It's, it's the way he, he never strikes the ball as if he's finishing. He just, it's always side foot. Always. And Diggo, Chase Digney, centre mid, always puts it on a two-piece. But, got an itch for Kyle because of how many goals I've seen him score. But it, it looks hard. And he's just opened his body up and just, like he's stroked in and you're like, Effortless, like quality, life was on him. Yeah, top notch. Touch. This was uh, this was one of the hardest ones because I was thinking of players I've seen as well. I've obviously seen Sundle for Mayfair. I only seen him a bit, but his touch was ridiculous. But someone I used to always look at and try and improve myself from was Jamie Enders yeah. for the breath. Like his first touch to get you up the pitch and that. And he's so clever as well. He used to just draw fouls. And Kyle again, Kyle Roberts is touch out the air. Like a ball could be coming to him from like forty yards out the sky and he just slaps in you like the fuck you know what I mean? It just Killer. yeah, kills it every time. But Jamie Enders for me, his first touch, he was mustard. Jamie and he was another one that used to when I'd go down same with the first team, that he'd always have his arm around me or always trying to help me out going down to play for the Rezies and that when I needed them. Yeah, it's good that because obviously you know, if you do play for the first team, sometimes you could be like, oh, but he'd willing to help people out and yeah. Pass on the experience and all that. That was top player him. Top top always, player uh, end though, like always always slotted over the years. Um skill. <laughs> Keep saying Kyle, but Kyle's up there, but for me, little Luke Duffy. Yeah. You play for the breath. Horrible. Little legs. Horrible in one. Has gone one way? That step and he go and you're like, What when you're watching him at half leaves, you're like, you're thinking fucking hell. And lawless as well. I had lawless now I'm playing for the Rezies for a, for a bit. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that was that was, that was interesting managing him. Oh, he just turned up with his eyes the bag. Just yeah. turned up, throw his boots on. He got where's the playing mark? His eyes half closed. Yeah, because obviously I used to have the match with the lawless like so I knew John, and he even had his age there. That was only a few years old. He just still leave people dazzled, and you're like fucking hell. But yeah. Duffy for me, like 
for this because he's that he's that slender and everything. He's like the way he skips past players, like fucking hell. Yeah, some player him. That, that was mad. That, that Salford thing, wasn't it? He was like basically signed for Salford, and then it all went weird and yeah, COVID and that. I think is he still at Warrington now? I think any. Yeah, but yeah. He, he, I think he does the Sunday Wesley now. Sure, he runs the. I think they called the Viking the Landon or something they called. Oh, the but he does them, yeah. On the Langster. Yeah, boss player Duffy though. Yeah, top player. When he does that that step over and said, well, Remember he done it on the break once in a night game? Done this step over, skip past one, and he done the same step over, but went the opposite way in between two of the players and the two players ran into each other. And I was just like yeah, it looks funnier, doesn't it? Yeah, I was like, how <laughs> the fuck? But then Kyle, who I mentioned before, we played that unique final on YouTube, the video, gets the ball in the halfway line, player comes over to steam him, stood rolls him. And everyone goes, oh, and this other lad comes over, red to beam him, he still rolls him, does him again, another Meg, double Meg on video, Maradona, you're like, wow, uh, unreal, you know, can't beat them, right, heading, heading, Ben Garrity, unbelievable in the air, um, some of the others you've seen him win, quality, but he's, he's dedicated himself to playing footy, and I made up for him now, and then a few others who deserve mention, I've got Robert Brown, um, Mick Dougie as well, Animal yeah, in the air, Dougie. Dougie like yeah. <laughs> he's just a magnet for the ball, Dougie. Gosh. I had a sense after as he's as well, Joe Gore. I reckon if you put a foot, a brick in a bin bag, paints like a nice ball, he did it. He just throws his head on anything, I swear to God. Bottom three plasterboards. <laughs> Horrible. Boss. Who's, who's getting it then? Who, who's the, who you're settling on? Garrity? Yeah, gotta be Ben, yeah. yeah animal. Uh, speed. Elliot from Napa Nesk, if you him. Yeah, like them. What? <laughs> Never playing them once. Uh, keeper gets the ball, Mick. Pumps this ball over the top, thought nothing of it, just seeing this body just fly past me, and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, like the quick, Tasmanian devil. Quick. And then obviously Bowling you got a little bastard like yeah, you got like Jimenez and Aussie as well from the break. Fucking hell, Lewis Austin. Wow, shit off a shovel again. Yeah. So, but that 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 pace I seen from Elliot that day, I was like, "Is it on the Astro?" Yeah, never seen pace like it. See, it's a, it's, it's no level of that Astro, mate. If you're if you're. Uh, you did a pace merchant on that Astro, you're gone. You're, you're gone. Like, everything's perfect on there, and it's such an effort. But that Elliot, that game, was on the break in the night. I've never seen speed like it. Yeah, it Elliot was scary. Owen, he's with Tottenham Pool now, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he's not, he's not playing but for... Quality the player, though. Yeah, boss player. Boss, boss wide player. Wide forward, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Fast, One of the fastest things I've ever seen, definitely. Um, strength. Trundle. Yeah, animal. <laughs> Some of the people, like, then we're going to watch them against the... Um, Team you play by McGull, I think they fold up at the back, they're trying to get back going. I think they used to have like a falcon as the badge. The Kessies, Kestrels. Yeah, played the Kestrels, the Mayfair, yeah. and they were getting beat 2-0, and Trundle comes on, and he just held off this centre half, it was like putting your arm on a baby, and he was just like pulling them around, yeah. and just like, Josh Murray at this ball, and he just put his arm on the defender, chest it in, and whipped it top in, and you're like... Yeah, that's just outrageous, isn't it? See, it's, a, it's rare that you get that sort of blend of what he's got. Strength, the skill as well though. Yeah, that the, little thing what he does like the flick with his left foot, it's horrible. That that's what I mean. It's like a he's like a rare prototype, isn't he? Mm. Strength, skill, and the left foot. It's all like <laughs> it's, it's, a pro, like, it's yeah. like a pro Evo when you used to make a player on the uh, yeah. Master League. Yeah. Just like pure everything you want from him. Yeah, like he's, he's got. He's absolutely horrible, mate. But what a player! Yeah. Quality, fittest. Ooh. Probably Ben Garrity again. Yeah. Like because he. He was fit at the breath, but the way he's dedicating himself now to playing where he is for Port Vale, unbelievable. Do people think while he was at the breath, he, he, could, he could go higher? I thought, I, I thought he could go higher. I didn't think he'd be where he is now, in fairness. Yeah. It's hard to judge though, isn't it, when you're, you're seeing a lad playing on Saturday League and Sunday League for the Oyster to go to now playing at Port Vale. 
and by all accounts, he's, he's smashing it and he's playing yeah. well. Number eight for them, scoring Sh- goals. Schweinsteiger, they call yeah. him. Yeah, they call him. Yeah, he's quality. He's he's brilliant. There was a lad I had at the res as well. I had Motti broke his leg. It was like a Jorah shot only for nineteen minutes. Mick. Like I don't know how. It was like taking a pitbull off the lead, but for nineteen minutes he would sprint. Not even yeah. like jog sprinting everywhere. And you're like. I'd love your lungs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much are they taking? <laughs> I know, fucking get me then. Shut them. Right, um, keepers. <sighs> Josh Malloy. Oh, <sighs> played with <sighs> Josh Malloy. This was the hardest one because obviously Josh is quality. Like, And then I play play with Connor now and with the Sog, play with Ando. So I've been lucky to yeah, obviously have three yeah. absolute cats. But just for longevity, Malloy gets it. Just because, yeah. like, obviously what he's done for the breath, he's gone through all the leagues and everything. Obviously. You're delighted with any of them three, aren't you? Yeah, if, if, if one of them land in your team, you're absolutely made up, aren't you? Because you just know that there's goals getting saved. Yeah, boss. Right, the funniest madmen. The loonies. Sully. Sully. Fire country, mile. Go on, tell us why. <laughs> Embarrass him, go on. Can I? Oh, I don't think I can say Lads, never playing this charity game with him for the breath. And he just walks in the changes, he's not on. And he's just staring at the Kyle, the quietest lad, looking at him going, putting his hand on his shoulder. He's going, you're all right, lads. He's all and Kyle's just staring at me and I'm going... Don't so look, Kyle, don't look. Kyle. Just don't look to your right there, because like, there's just there's just a pure python waving at you. <laughs> and there's a lad who played for the Sogodos. He's a comedian, Jack Marry. Man, he done a like a voice note doing the rounds today about the Dovey Mayfair. Don't know if you heard it. Uh, two Jazzy FM talking about it. Fucking hell, lads. He is never playing in a game. And uh, <laughs> this kid started like chicken him. So Jack gets him in, like a headlock, and he goes wrong move. And the kid, don't know, like, he must like have done. Harry, oh, wrong move, lad. The kid must like know like MMA or something, just flipped Jack on his back, <laughs> reversed it, and Jack just looked up at him. And Jack went, Yeah, eh, sound. <laughs> just jumped up like nothing had happened. But it was like, fucking hell, he used to round the bend, though. He used to just try and like, Jack had just come in and just started like hitting stories with you, but like the funniest ones ever. He's just round the bend, funny yeah. as fuck, though, boss lads. Boss, you need it, don't you, mate? It's the best, it's, it's the best, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we had one about a. Sully, so Brunesque Vets, we had a, a Vets team on a Sunday and all bank. So it was all the same lads. It was like Spock and yeah. all them. And, uh, and Sully scored a world in our place. No shock there. Just two, it was an absolute scream and honestly on a half volley. He'd ne- he's never hit a better one than that. Better than the one Mooney says, because the one Mooney goes on about what Sully doesn't let you... Like, I, I didn't see it, but Sully says this volley he scored for the, for the, for the old bank. It was like unbelievable. It might have been that game. It could have been that game. He's never hit one better than that. I'm not. I'm not. Don't care what he says. And he won two one. He beat us two one. And we're like, oh, it was us and them for the league. And um, after the game, so after we beat them, we get in the gate. Go goes in the shower. It was only me and him in the shower. I'm like, oh, and he scored the winner. And then look at the state of that thing there, <laughs> tangling between his legs. I'm like, get out of my uh, sight he's, now. He's the funniest fella ever. Oh, he? I seen him the other week at the break. Uh, and he just stared at me and he just stood there staring at me and he just put his arms across and just went Wakanda <laughs> <laughs> I just walked past like everyone's just looking at him from the other team they were supporting just me thinking who's this uh, lunatic here Wakanda forever um, leadership um, Callum Webb probably and Mark Stevo like Mark Stevo was a teacher anyway and he, so yeah. like his head's just thingy but Cal Webb and the other one's a PT so is it something to do with that motivation Cal Webb's just like Always had that personality, though. He's always like positive, always striving for everyone to like crack on. I yeah. think that's probably why he's successful now doing what he does. Yeah. And Mark has always been, he's just like a little general in the midfield that will always be positive. Everything with him is just sensible. Like yeah. he's always just like good to get cheer the lads up around them. Similar one then, attitude. 
Mark Steve was definitely up there. But there's a lad who plays for us, Robert Brown. He will like he played half a season in goal. He's a left back, but he he literally plays centre half, left back, left wing. He'll like he's not arse. If there, if Jenko sets him going goal, he will. And he's a cat in goal as well. He'll play yeah. anywhere. His attitude, he never moans, just cracks on. He's happy as long as the lads are happy to play. He's he'll play. Yeah, deserves a big shout because like, without him, we probably wouldn't win the league to be honest. Because he. Every week we turn up to keep going, so Bert just go and go. Went six months like in goal. The season <laughs> went the six months in goal. Where was the keeper like? For like six just went turning up in that. <laughs> yeah, like mad. So like in the end we end up getting con. Uh, who did we end up getting back in goal? End up getting a lad in Kane. His name was. He, he ended up coming down in the end to get Bert back out. But fair play to Robert. Like he just never moaned at all. Just just happy to play and obviously yeah, up the team. Right, dirtiest. <laughs> The manager Jenko deserves a shout for that from when I used to play with him as a kid. He was horrible and Ricky <laughs> probably gets it a lot of Ricky. Like the thing with Ricky is though he's dirty, but he's not like he's just airing behind you when he's coming. You just know you're getting boomed. Yeah. The worst thing you had, I don't know, you're getting like, on the arse with a knee or thing. But Jenko was more the type of if someone was breaking, you're getting whipped up or just getting a, a proper a boot to the ankle. You're just not getting past him. <laughs> like there's nothing in it. Wait, and he'll look at the ref and be like, I've "Done nothing wrong, me." Is Ricky? Is he not at lower Brecht now? Played last night, I believe. Oh, did he play? Yeah, yeah, he played last he's night. Good, yeah, he's flying, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Boss lad, Ricky, as well. All the time. Like, I need to get in with him, to be fair. I'm struggling lately. Um, best goal you've scored, seen, or been involved in? Give us one of each. Give us your best one, and then the one best one you've best seen. Best one, I, I, I asked me, mate, this, because I, I was asking him last night, he said, I've seen you. you've scored that many goals. No, 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 no. Nah, nah. I, I do love it in a ball at Worldy, like, don't get me wrong, but... There's two that stand out for me. What my mate said to me, there was one on um, Bosco in pre-season. They go with this ball, Diag. And I was like, damn it. So the opposite side of that. And I just did it flush in the volley, but put it far top stanch. And the minute it went in, the other manager just went, fucking hell. Yeah. I was like, wow. And when, you, <laughs> when you catch a tree, it was like, that was decent. But there was one against Willowbank in the league, pissing down, windy as fuck on um, the Simpson. Must have been about there, 45 yards out. I was just running. They're backing off, and I thought I'm just gonna have a go here because I couldn't be arsed anymore. I was knackered. I just hit this ball, and just arrow top in. Like, never, I don't think I've ever hit a ball that clean in my life. I was like, wow. And we still got beat, I was fucking wounded. But the so, best. So, the best two goals you've seen, one was in a friendly and one yeah. you got beaten. No, that was the best I've scored, <laughs> to be fair. Pointless goals, aren't they? I'm more of a just in the box area, me. For like decent, like, finishes. But the best one I've seen, I'm a sucker for the free kick, mech. And it's yeah. probably Kyle's one against Pilchy in the final because, like, what it meant to win the game, the distance out against the top cat to put it the way he did, and he just—I don't—I don't think he even celebrated. I think he just turned around, and just fist, just like one fist bump to go get in. Yeah. It's just—he's just so quiet. He could definitely play higher up, Kyle, but he's that shy. He's just like a quiet kid. Just you wouldn't know he's in the room if he was sat there now. Just like quiet. Boss. Even when he's got the ball, you don't hear him say nothing for the ball. It's just an arm up. Right, hardest away. Windy Arbor and Scargreen they're two places you don't want to go when you're back against the wall aren't they like Windy Arbor for obviously the pitch Windy Arbor was well worse 20 years ago though but Scargreen that just lives with me when you're playing against the team and it's just a big line you're like you're just getting it never playing the team on there I know I was just getting pelters all game you're getting it you're fucking your legs are going and all I'm sitting there thinking this is going to be interesting after the game yeah just give me it. There was about fucking 50 lads on the line. Just give me grief. I'm like, don't need this. <laughs> just like, because obviously I'd scored. It makes it worse when you score because you're getting the shit. Yeah. The if you just, if you're someone doing, if you're someone doing something quietly, you're not getting no grief. 
because obviously like you've got to go out and do your job yeah. and get more grief for it yeah and because obviously it doesn't help that I, I've got weight on me because there's an easy insult for you there you're just getting called a fat cunt all game like I just say it all the time because anyway, I've had it for like 15 years mate it's not going to like doesn't bother me I'll still score past you and yeah. I'll still run away laughing at you so it is what it is not bad for the fatty the knockout pairs then mate the toughest one someone I haven't mentioned to be fair in the pod this was another one I, it was hard um, to pick but when I played for the Sog he was the, the lad I had up front me Ali Birmingham yeah. he, he's at South Liverpool now but like the amount of goals he just put on a play he just skim four players and just roll it to me in the box and just like oh, have you not shot yourself just tappings constantly like but the way it's like hard for you and his attitude to that team was certainly on Ali was quality um, but then <laughs> if you're defending it you're goose aren't you so you need I think you need to pick two really you need a defensive one and a striker <laughs> so I'll probably have Mooney because he just clean up and just be flicking balls over the top to you that's the thing He's, you can uh, you can do both can't you get you a goal get you a yeah. long range and defence at the same Mooney's, time I, like, he should, he should have been, I think he should have been playing a pain to be played, man. He's quality, but obviously, he got let go as a kid, and then he's, he's played at a good level, like. But he could have de- definitely, I think, played because there's players you see playing now, make pro, and you're like, I know people better than you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Mooney's unreal, yeah. unreal yeah. Mooney, like, Te- quality, better. quality player. You were saying there about like weighty lads, that one of the best lads I've ever seen was a lad from, I think he was from like Ormsgate or Bearsco called Tony Rigby. Should have seen him, mate. Should have seen a Tigger, they called him. I've never seen technically many players. But he played for like Bears going up, but he went and played for Betty in the league. He was unbelievable, mate. You only got to look at Thingy as well. He was at Sammy. He had him on the day. He was at Steve McNally. Yeah, Steve McNally. Yeah. yeah. Quality. Like, I wouldn't fancy going up for a Thingy. He's just getting boomed, aren't you? Well, no unbelievable right? on the ball, though. Like, yeah, techn- quality. Technically brilliant. Well, yeah. I think it gets overseen. Like, not even with me, but way too these people must just look at them and think, oh, they can't play, can't run, can't move, or whatever. But it doesn't matter, shape, size, anything, mate. If, you, if you're good enough to play football, regardless of who you're at, it's like even like Duffy there, you'd think he's dead slender and that, but he's quality. Like, yeah. It doesn't, there's nothing against it. And he box your head off on the slide if, if, if you're uh, exactly, yeah. If you, get, if you give him a bit of lip, you're, yeah. fucking, you're getting a fat one back, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, 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 it is, it's good, and obviously, you're seeing all different people playing footy, and obviously. What you're doing, Mick, obviously highlighting the Liverpool football's quality as well. So it's, it's giving everyone a voice out there to obviously tell their story, which is brilliant. Boss mates, right? So for the rest of the season, I wish you good luck nice for both teams. So it's the the Eitencons in the Christian League, yeah, yeah, and then East Liverpool. Um, Hopefully more medals. Yeah, keep us keep us updated, mate, on the uh, especially the run in the, the county cups and that. Yeah, definitely will do, mate. Yeah, sit down, watch us. You know the um, the badges that I'll take on the Benfica. Badge. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had one before it, and I think because I'm half decent at like design and stuff, so I do all my own websites and everything. He was like, like, can you make the Benfica badge our badge and put like a compass on it, compass on it for the east? And I was like, yeah, it's hard. So I've done it. And he was like, yeah, just have that. Don't know why Benfica he picked. I've not a clue. Yeah, I think he just liked the eagle on it, maybe, but. Because I designed the Brex badge as well. What do you use now? Oh, did, did you? Yeah, oh, the newer one. Yeah, so yeah. they had one, and Gary was like, look, you can do that. You can design as a new badge. Like a modern one, so I just designed that basically a bit on cities, but different, obviously, with the stripes and the live bird instead. So yeah. I designed that, and obviously, he's had that design now for about f- five years, maybe. It's like that, so know. there's hidden talents there, isn't hidden there? So you didn't have to go to school to learn how to exactly, graph- graphic design. YouTube's fucking great for everything, <laughs> innit? Even put on wardrobes, and I just get on YouTube, it's there, yeah. innit? Well, you need that now, mate, having, having uh, 
you know, now oh, <laughs> you know, beating and decorating. I will leave that there. Lad, <laughs> don't, don't, don't want to end it on a shower, don't we? You oh. know, you've got a graft on your hands for the next three months. Don't mate. Right, so thanks very much, Mark, for your time. Much appreciated. Keep uh, keep slotting, mate. Keep slotting. I'll try, mate. Cheers. Tra-